Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fun in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as Windswept Monique, and on Facebook and Twitter as Windswept Knits. This is episode 103, recorded on Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. Segments this week include Be a Helper Craft Along, FOs, Whips, Out and About, and I've Got Sunshine. A note in the show links, all links to Ravelry are clearly labeled as such, and all links for yarn go directly to the manufacturer's website. Welcome back. This Wednesday recording thing is seeming to work two weeks in a row, so cheer for that. My goal with this show is to record two to three times a month. I can't guarantee that it's going to be every other week. Uh, it may be two weeks like this and then a week or two off. For example, next week is school vacation week here in Massachusetts, so I cannot guarantee an episode next week, but I hope to be back the week after that. That is the joy of having school-age children. Yeehaw! <laughs> So first up, the Be a Helper Craft Along. We've got a month ago, or one day less than a month, I should say. The sixth annual Be a Helper Craft Along has begun. We keep the rules simple every year. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit or crocheted or anything like that. Anything for any charity. One FO per submission on the uh, Ravelry group or in the Google form. Donating blood counts as well. The contest ends when I wake up March 15th and close the form and the thread. Whips are always welcome. And partial FOs, of course, count. For example, if you make a blanket strip and your local yarn shop sews them together to make full blankets, count the blanket strip. Likewise, if you're the one for your local yarn shop who's sewing those blankets together, go ahead and count that blanket. We try to make it as easy as possible. Our goal is to just give back to our fellow man and we make it as easy to enter your FO as we possibly can. In the show notes and on my website, there are links to both the Ravelry group, um, FO, FO thread in the forums, as well as to the Google Forms. Last year, we did just the Google Form, and that was just a little bit too challenging for, so, for some folks, but I want to make sure that those folks who cannot access Ravelry still have a way to enter. So the links to both are in the show notes and on my, web, on my website, excuse me, windswepknits.com. Finished objects. So I did get an FO this week. I didn't think I would, but I'm very excited. I finished the shawl Knights Who Say Knit, designed by Mary Annarella of Lyrical Knits. This was a, so much fun to work on. It's a Monty Python and the Holy Grail themed shawl, and the pattern, I just, I laughed so much working my way through it. It's also a very well written pattern just from a knitting perspective, but it's great. If you like Monty Python, you need to go knit this, and you end up with a beautiful shawl at the end, as well as laughing your butt off the entire time you're working on it. So it's not finished, finished, finished. The All the knitting is done, but I do have mm, 100 ends to weave in. Mary highly recommended weaving in the ends as you go, and I did not pay attention to that. I should have, because now I have a ton of ends to weave in. So I am going to bring it tomorrow night to my stitching group, and, you know, while we're sitting there and chatting, get it going, finish up the boring part of weaving in all the ends. I, I need a weaving end fairy. I just, oh, I hate weaving in ends. On to whips, works in progress. I am still chugging away at the Recalibrate Top by Shanna Lines. I'm using Nomad Yarn's hand-dyed cotton rayon blend. They call it gelato, and it's dyed to look like beautiful gelato. Like gelato the ice cream, for those of you who aren't sure what that means. Um, the Italian ice cream-like concoction. There are, they tend to be pastel colors, and so the colorways are beautiful. 
Right now I'm working on the left shoulder. So I did yellow, the lemon colorway for the the two panels in the front and the back, and then the left shoulder, I am alternating between the strawberry and orange, so pink and orange. Having a great time with that. It is taking a long time to knit because this yarn is hand wash recommended, but I want to be able to throw it in the washer and dryer because I have two small boys in my house. So I washed my swatch and dried it in the dryer and it shrunk by quite a bit. So I have to make a garment, you know, three or four sizes bigger than I would normally make in order to end up with a garment that's going to fit me in the way I want to wash and maintain it. It's totally worth it. And I'm loving this pattern. I highly recommend it. It's just taking a lot longer than it normally takes for me to make a sweater. I also worked on the Earthrise shawl, which is a pattern of mine. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it'll come out this summer. It's inspired by the famous NASA photo where the astronauts first circled around behind the moon in Apollo 8 and came back around towards the Earth and photographed the Earth rising over the surface of the moon. Um, it's an awe-inspiring photo, and it, it changed the way that those astronauts in particular looked at the world around them. I'm working on the sample. It's a very simple circular shawl. It'd be a, a great first circular shawl. There's a little very easy lace, but nothing complicated. If you can yarn over and knit two, you can make this. That's literally, that's it. Uh, I'm using a silk yarn and a silk blend yarn, so it's really soft on my fingertips, so I'm enjoying working on that. I'm also crocheting a bit. I'm working on the Lotus Mandala Vest by Morale Fiber. It's a lovely crochet vest. It's actually a round vest, so it's kind of like, almost like, like making a giant doily. It's circular, it's round but you also make armholes. So you're you're wearing the circle over your body and it like like the 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 edge of the circle hangs over in front of your shoulders over like over your um your your collarbones like you know that kind of thing. It's quite pretty. I'm really looking forward to wearing this. I'm getting towards the end. I'm on the last lacy round and after that is like a a frilly ruffle kind of thing. If you see the pictures, you'll see what I mean and I've linked to her website in my show notes so you can you can see it. I'm using scraps of Lion Brand Trubu and Barocco Modern Cotton and also some um, discontinued Kurtzer Down-to-Earth Cotton. And I'm really enjoying this Lotus Mandala Vest. I actually started a second one during the Knitathon last weekend. I'm using up all the sparkly leftovers of the Priestess coat that I knit for my Rhinebeck coat last year. Excuse me. Um, at the moment, I'm planning to use all scraps of Lion Brand Shawl in a Ball. I may change the ruffled edging depending on how much of the scraps I get through. I have I, I'm, I have some more yarn of this type that I could use for the ruffle, but it's extremely variegated, like not just going from one color to the other and back. It, like the, Over the length of the ball, it goes from one color to the second color. So I'm not sure if I want that for the ruffle, because when you join them back at the end, it's going to look a little awkward. But we'll see. I've got, got loads of time before I get to that point, so... We'll see how I do with that. I'm also working on the Papillon Butterfly Shawl by Marinja Knits. This is a... It's not really... It's a colorwork shawl, but it's not. It's all done in garter rows with um, short rows in garter stitch. So there's no actual stranded colorwork, but it looks like really fancy working with color, if that makes any sense at all. It's beautiful. You've probably seen pictures of it. It's It was very popular several years ago. It's a lot of fun to work on. It's a lot of counting. So I tend not to work on it when my kids are awake because, you know, they're liable. Mommy, I need this. Mommy, I need that. And the meanwhile, I'm trying to count to 63 and then do a wrap and turn and I drop it and then I've got to, you know, go back and it's no, that's not, not fun to have to go back and figure out where you were 
after the fact. But I do want to keep working on this and finally wear it because it's stinking beautiful. I am using Barocco Medina as the main color. So instead of using six or seven colors like she did in her shawl and then using each one for each section, I'm just going ahead and using the Medina and it's self-striping-ish, I guess you could say. There's a lot of color changes, so it's changing as it gets through the different sections and doing all those color changes for me. So I will only have, I think, four ends, to maybe six ends to weave in by the time I'm done. And the contrast color between is a lovely gold tencel yarn from Artisanal Yarns, and I picked that up at Rhinebeck many years ago. Lots of, lots of years ago. I've started spinning again which is a lot of fun. So my knees have been acting up, so I hadn't spun since I got a knee injury back in 2020. But I started spinning a little bit. To, well, I needed a little bit of yarn to finish up the Naituse Knit Shawl because I ran out of hand spun. And I've also started spinning some hand spun yarn for the winner of my drawing for the Knitathon last weekend. Like I said, more on that later in I've Got Sunshine. So to anybody who donated through my donation link, I offered a hand knit hat, an earband, or a skein of hand spun yarn to one lucky winner. I put all the donors' names in one of those online spinning wheel things and drew the name of my friend Lisa, who recently took up crochet again. So Lisa chose the hand spun and picked out a colorway. I sent her photographs of all the, the colors of stuff that I, of the, the fibers I had that I thought would work well for um, crochet. And she picked a colorway of fiber from Hipstring is called 90s School Supplies. So if you grew up in the 90s, you can probably already picture. It's like Lisa Frank, but with blue. I mean, it's it's very 90s. So it's blues, purples, pinks, and it's a lot of fun. I'm making a two-ply for her, and it's spinning up It's spinning up very thin, much thinner than the, um, the, the cotton I was spinning up for the Night to Say Knit Shawl. It's a, it's a different cotton. It's prepared differently, and it's, um, it's a little bit nicer. Hip Strings has a really high-quality cotton. <laughs> so if you if you find somebody selling you a, like a pound of cotton with not a lot of labels on it, I don't want to say run the other way because you're still going to get a beautiful yarn, but it's going to behave differently than if you buy it from someone like Gillette Hipstrings who takes really good care of her preparation and gets and starts with really high quality fiber before she even dyes it. So yes, free commercial for Hipstrings because her stuff is just amazing. I highly recommend her. So anyway. Um, it's spinning up really quite thin, thinner than I was expecting it to, having used some miscellaneous non-labeled yarn for my recent spinning endeavors. So Lisa may end up with lace weight yarn instead of fingering weight yarn, so we'll see how it goes. I have a little bit of a similar colorway that I could spin up and just make a third ply of something that's, you know, close enough or pull, like, I know I've got some with, like, reds and blues, and the reds wouldn't match, but I could pull the blues out and just, you know, spin up, like, an ounce of the blue colors and save that red to spin with another bag I have that's got a lot of red in it. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted. It's always fun to play with your fiber though. Out and about. So we've got virtual and in-person stuff going on now. Vogue Knitting Live at Home is coming up this weekend, February 17th through the 20th and March 17th through the 20th. Vogue Knitting Live in person in New York is canceled for 2022, but we'll be back February 9th through 12th, 2023. The GGKCS podcast is wrapping up their annual winter owl on the next week or two. Please visit their Facebook page for more details. It's linked in the show notes. Stitches, Stitches West is occurring in person in just a couple weeks, March 3rd through 6th, 2022 in California. Have fun, everybody who can go. I'm very jealous. Connecticut Sheep and Wool is in person this year. It's live April 30th, 2022. 
I don't know if I'm going to go to that. That's definitely within driving distance for me. It's like an hour, hour and a half away. I think I'm going to make the call on the day, which is the weather. Uh, last time I went, it was really flipping cold. <laughs> it, was, it was actually too cold to knit that day. So I know why they do it in April, because it's really easy to get a fairground type place. Um, there's not a lot of festivals in New England in April. It's kind of our rainy season, if you know what I mean. And it, April can either be gorgeous or really flipping cold. And sometimes they alternate days, which is really fun. So yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to go or not. A part of me really wants to go because I miss fiber festivals and outdoors and being with my fiber friends so much, but we'll see. Likewise, New Hampshire Sheep and Wool is coming up May 14th and 15th, 2022. Same with that one. That's also like an hour and a half away from me in the other direction. So we'll see. I'm not sure which one I'm going to go to. I really want to go to one of them if I possibly can swing it, but we'll see. And if you have any events you'd like me to share, please feel free to email me, windswepmonique at gmail.com. So I've got sunshine. As I've mentioned a few times now, last weekend I participated in the second Knit for Food Knitathon. I hope it will become an annual event. It was wonderful. And this year we raised 200, sorry, over $270,000 to fight food insecurity and hungry, hunger in this country and also a little bit abroad. It's amazing that you know, crafters are wonderful people, just amazing people. And when we come together, we can do astonishing things. So if we've done the math correctly based on what we were told by the different vendors and, and you know, the rough equivalent, if you donate X dollars, you get X meals. That's enough to, to, to pay for about 2 million meals, give or take. Um, some of them, some of them cost more than others because some are disaster relief. So they have to get people to the site and set up an infrastructure and contact the farmers and stuff like that. So they can't do one, one dollar equals 10 meals. Like some of the ones that, you know, work for a few food banks, which have a very established pattern already in place. But it's still amazing to think that we raised enough money to provide two million people, two million meals to people in this country who, you know, can't afford to eat, which in a country like ours should never be a thing. No, and anywhere in the world, you know what? No one should ever go hungry, ever. That's just in this planet. It that should not happen. Yes, that is a hill I am willing to die on. So I am so happy that we all came together and we did some amazing stuff. Thank you to everybody who participated. Thank you to everybody who donated. It was wonderful. And wow, guys, you know we do, we can do some amazing stuff. So I'm going to end it here. I hope you all have a wonderful week ahead. Wish me luck. Next week is school vacation week here. It should be interesting. Uh, um, mask, indoor mask rules are starting to relax here in Massachusetts a little bit as our numbers have finally dropped back down again. So we might go do some fun stuff. We might not. We've had so many viruses sweep through our house that weren't COVID that I'm really of two minds about this because I am so sick of getting sick and I cannot wait for spring and open windows and all that kind of fun stuff. But man, we need to get out of the house. So we'll see. I will talk to you folks in another two weeks-ish or so. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.